I'm just one woman running an online gift store. Welcome to Women Solopreneur Podcast, where you can learn weekly how to grow your business, how to be productive, keep it all together, and how to brand yourself during this crisis. We look forward to you joining us at Women Solopreneur Podcast every week. Welcome to Women Solopreneur Never Settle. I'm Paula Tatum, your host, and I'm flying solo on this episode. Well, guys, I cannot believe it is the end of 2020. Where did this year go? Today on this episode, I'm going to be talking about my five top takeaways uh, for small business. And personally, it's my five top takeaways for my business, Conscious Gifter, which is an online gift store where we purchase gifts that do no harm and that have a positive social impact on the world we live in today by buying from companies and vendors that we believe in. So I started out 2020, and I don't know how many of you started out. I was so positive, so super happy. Oh my God, what a year it was going to be. I had did an official real launch party. I wanted this to be more than a hobby. I wanted this to grow and to scale and to improve the lives of the vendors that we were buying from. And I was super excited. And um, I think my last live event was in March. I was able to speak at International Women's Day at a friend's company in front of a few women um, who love the products and the companies that I was buying from because I'm really the curator of the products. I'm, you know, buying from vendors that we believe in and companies we believe in. And I was looking at in New York City at pop-up shops, more like permanent pop-up shops where it's, you know, six stores in one. For those who don't live in New York, they had become very, very popular in places like your major subway stations. So my year started out like, wow, this is going to be amazing. I had booked another event, a live person event to speak to a company about the month of March was, uh, I don't know if it's Women International, Women History Month, but anyhow, Make a long story short, I had another speaking engagement for about talking about women because primarily the companies I buy for are helping women. So I was very, very excited. It was, you know, a great year to start. But look, I learned so much quickly that this year you never know how God's going to move and how he's going to change the world that we live in. So that being said, I'm going to talk about my five top takeaways. And my first one is without a doubt, is mental health. My heavens, guys, boy, did I need a mental health check. When this pandemic first started, I was like, well, I'm going to network and I'm just going to be on LinkedIn. And, you know, I was upset too. You know, I was like, well, no, in a month, New York City is going to open back up and this is all going to be over. My God, how could this happen? Little did I know a pandemic across the world would happen and everybody would close down. So mental health is my number one. I mean, you really have to take a break. I was trying to get my kids to go on Zoom. They were having Zoom classes. You know, at the beginning, my oldest son, his school was like doing six hours a day. Or they would take a break. Maybe it wasn't total, but it was just too much. My son couldn't do it. And I was like all stressed. I was still trying to work. I do another freelance job and I was trying to work and to finish that up. And I just realized if you, if your mindset and your mental health is not okay, forget it. You're not going to grow. Your business is not going to grow. You have to take time. I ended up reconnecting with a good friend across the country. And we actually, I mean, I can't say in the fall we did as much, but we were trying to just 
meet up and talk on Zoom or just talk on the phone, whichever way we did, and not about work or business, just about our lives. We had lost contact. And it truly, truly, you know, it was truly hard to not talk about the pandemic, but we really had a rule. We had 25 minutes of not speaking about it. And I think you have to do that. You know, it's hard when you're in your apartment or you're in a house and you can't go anywhere else. For those that lived in New York, it was a tough time. But if you don't take care of your mindset, and that being said, another thing is is to be careful, you know, to be careful who you, you put yourself around. Sometimes we don't have choices. There are people in our lives that, you know, are going to be in our lives that are not positive. But look, I wasn't always positive, but you do need to be careful about who you put yourself around, okay? Because you have to have a good mental mindset to grow and to move. You're not able to grow as a person, to grow as a business, as a solopreneur, unless you have a good mental health mindset. So number one is mental health has to be there. And then my number two, which was any given, is, uh, you know, you've seen it a lot on LinkedIn. You've seen it a lot of ways to collaborate. And, you know, people are like, well, Paul, I was collaborating before this. Well, good for you, but a lot of people wasn't. And a lot of people seen everybody as their competition. I'd seen more collaboration than I have ever seen in my life through this pandemic with the women. I I have to say that I'm in a circle where my world consists of a lot of women. There's men that want to collaborate, but I didn't do too much of that. But I would say for the women's circles that I found people to be supportive. And it isn't about how to help your business. It's also about, you know, how to help their business. And, you know, every time I did a talk maybe I think they gave me like five minutes or something and I talked about conscious gifter and the gifts that we sell and how it improves the lives and why I started this business what my why was and when I talked to these ladies I learned so much from them this business had nothing to do with me it was more like a ladies who were learning to be personal I guess personal health coaches and we talked about a lot about mental health coaching too so it was very 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 good. And I collaborated with a lot of people. And I would go on LinkedIn and people would invite me to things. I one time was invited to speak and only two people showed up. But you know what? I did it because I thought it was great. And these women were so wonderful to me. I mean, they were so nice to me afterwards. And they were really trying to think of how they could, you know, help me grow my business during this pandemic because it's hard online. It's a tough world. It's a lot of marketing. And it's hard to in such a space where there is so much competition to grow your business. So that is my number two, collaborating. I mean, if you were not collaborating in 2020, I don't know how you survived. Good for you if you did, but you had to collaborate. A number three, which could be go along with number one with mindset is you have to realize change happens. There'll be more change. There'll be change in 2021. It may not be a pandemic, but things are always changing. And that was something that I struggled with. I was like, oh, like I said in the beginning, I was like, oh, New York City is going to open back up in a month. And I was looking at permanent spaces. And I had this mindset that I was going to be a physical store by 2021. And I had looked at permanent pop-up shops. And boy, God knows, I am so grateful to God that he did not allow me to go down this path of signing that contract where I would be today. 
Um, because I do know people that had signed contracts with a certain space I was looking at that have not received their funds back. And, you know, it doesn't mean that brick and mortar is not going to come back. It's not going to be, but it is going to be different. And that was the one thing that I really realized is that change happens. It may not be a pandemic, but you have to move forward. And with that being said, you have to ask for help when you don't know. That goes a little bit along with the other one is collaborating. You know, when you collaborate, you learn so much from other people and other people's businesses. So when you ask me what I think about, I don't know, marketing on uh, Twitter or whatever, I mean, guess what would be Twitter, but you know, I may not know nothing about it, but I may know somebody. So when you want to realize that, you know, change will happen, don't get stuck in it, ask for help, reach out, reach out to your contacts and say, this is where I'm at. It seems like I'm not moving and growing. And this is hard for solopreneurs because we think that we have all the answers and we have to do it. And we're superwoman, we're moms, we're wives, we're all these things that we think we have to be and that change. Oh, dear God, if change happens and we don't have control of it. But we, I'm talking to about myself. I mean, I felt like it was hard for me at first to move forward. Um, I did a lot of things. I, you know, launched women solopreneur podcasters. So you have to realize change is going to happen. Ask when you need help. Okay. Don't stand there and just be like, I can't do it. I can't do it. You have to ask. You have to move forward. Change will always happen. Every year, it'll be something different. And I think, you know, that is something that not just solopreneurs, a lot of people struggle with. You know, my husband's workforce has changed or people want to go back to, you know, working in uh, tall office towers. We had to change the way our children learned. I mean, this has been a year that I cannot say how much has happened. Well, with that, I'll go into a little bit about something that really affected me was mobile. This is something I think most of us, but maybe some of the new solopreneurs, you know, think about when you're building your website. But when I was building my website, you know, I am old school. I'm very old school. And I think so much about the desktop experience. I know people are like, why would you be thinking about a desktop experience? Think about how you shop. When people open up your mobile website, it is the same as the desktop experience or even better. And it's just as fast and the pages load and all of these things. Well, when I was reading, I did not know, like, I think I should have listened a little bit better to the reviews. When I was choosing a platform to sell my products on, and I chose the platform, there were quite a few reviews that did speak to about the mobile aspect, about the loading of the pages, the shopping cart on the mobile. So I got an email probably in April from a good friend in Texas. Uh, no, it was in Texas. It was in Georgia. And she said, Paula, your website, every time I load these candles into the cart, da, 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 this is what happens. And so we fixed the problem. But I realized that I, even though myself, when I'm running to pick up my kids or when I'm running to somewhere, I'm always shopping online, right, on my phone. And I was just not aware of how much, how important it was. And I was still like, you know, what we were talking about with the change. I was still focusing so much. I don't know. You know, we always send an email to people who leave things in their carts and to give them a discount to come back. Oh, I just gave a key giveaway if you shop on my website that you can go and leave something and I send a coupon. But anyhow, make a long story short, I realize now that you know, my mindset was so like on on the desktop experience and I didn't think about the mobile, even though 
even though I shop all the time on mobile. And it's so funny how like one incident can really change everything. And that kind of leads into number five, which is talking about apps. This was something too that I learned from a good friend in California who said, you know, her shop did 10 times better on apps. This is a couple of things. I'll, you know what? I'm going to actually see if maybe she'll come on and talk in the, in January about her experience with choosing platforms when selling, um, products, because this was something that I should have researched more too about building apps for your company. I think years ago we had this mindset of that. An app costs too much money. There's no way for a small business to do it. A solopreneur can't do all this. But now I realize that apps are pretty important. I just read somewhere a couple of things. One is, you know, the mobile app world is like 80% of, I think it was 40 or under. I can't remember what generation that is, but the millennials buy from mobile apps. Or maybe it was 80% buy on the mobile and 50% buy on apps. But these statistics are pretty high. You can Google it and it's pretty, pretty high. So when you think about apps, I think people think, oh, my store can't have an app. The other thing I would suggest is making sure the platform, if you're selling products, that that platform allows you to have your own app and what vendors they allow to make the app for you. Because that is so... I think it's such an added bonus. Like she said that basically, and now that I've talked to other women about it that are in business that sell products, they say basically for apps, it's just a smoother a shopping experience. It's a cleaner shopping experience. And that especially the younger generation who buys almost everything online is seeing that. So guys, I know this was a lot of information that I just gave. I would love to hear about what your takeaways for 2020 were. So my number one is obviously mental health, right? We have to have good mental health and a mindset. Number two, collaboration. We should have been doing it before 2020, but I seen it and it was great. I seen it even more. Okay. And number three, we have to realize there's always going to be change. Change will take place. Move forward. Ask for help. Okay. Number four, make sure your mobile website looks good on your mobile phone. The same things that everything's going well. And five, it's easy something, you know, apps are wonderful. Make sure the platforms you're using that you sell on that you can build an app for your business because it's going to be so important uh, in the coming of the next years. These are just five things I, or five takeaways for my small business that I learned. I hope you find it helpful. I am so looking forward to 2021 and all the pivots and changes that will take place and growing this podcast. Women Solopreneur has become a passion of mine. I'm so grateful to the people who listen, who liked on LinkedIn. I'm wishing everybody who celebrates a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everyone.